Hi, I'm Steve. And I'm Sandy, and we're two Tenderfoot tourists. Welcome to episode 116, Confessions of a TSA Agent. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Confessions. Confessions. Confessions of a former TSA agent. Now, you've worked at TSA for how long? Um, I was with TSA for 12 years. 12 years. Yeah, 12 years. Wow. wow. So, uh, um, what, was, uh, was it, what was it like being a uh, TSA agent? <laughs> in, a a lo- in a nutshell. In a First, Don, how long have we known you now? Um, you've known me since 2012, the beginning of 2012, so it's been six years. That's so cool. I can't believe it's been that long. Good job, Thumper. Right? Yummy. Yeah, <laughs> that was me. It's all me. It's usually me. That's why I have to give you a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dork. Okay. Uh, so, so six years, and um, now you've worked at TSA for how long? Um, I was with TSA for 12 years. 12 years. Yep, 12 years. Wow. wow. So, uh, um, what was, uh, was it, what was it like being a, a TSA agent? <laughs> in, a a lo- in a nutshell. In a nutshell. Um, it, it was fine. It was an easy job, um, in the sense of just what works. Now there is some stress that you get, but it was a pretty simple job. Good pay, good benefits. So mm-hmm. I can't say really anything bad about pay or benefits. Those were good. So, so what originally made you decide to actually follow that career at um, I, at the time that I applied for the position, I was working in an IT department, and um, I applied for it because it paid a little bit better than what I was getting paid for in the IT department, and I got got the position within just weeks, so um, it happened pretty quickly for me, so... Very cool. Yeah, it didn't take long, but I don't have a, I didn't have an extensive background at the time, so... Okay, talking about not having an extensive background also... Um, I'm just going to ask something. I've heard that a lot of people think that you guys are cops. Yes, no, not cops. <laughs> you can still kick some butt. No, <laughs> no, yeah. Considering Nick has his POST, which is for um, to be an officer, it is definitely not the same. It's a police officer training, so you are certified in that police officer training. So okay. they do. Huh? Peace officer. Peace, Peace officer. officer. See? Clearly, I did not have my post because I don't even know what the initials stand for. Ah. <laughs> Thank husband, you, Nick. The husband's <laughs> correcting my... Yes. That's awesome. It means something. It, it means does. something to him. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, well, yeah, I was going to say that I guess that's a, a pretty good place to start as far as like yeah. a lot of the misconceptions that people have about a TSA oh, yeah. agent. They always think you got like a taser on you, which, by the way, would be a bad idea. We all agree, all those officers that work there, we know that giving us a taser would not be a good idea, not considering who we deal with. <laughs> you might get a little trigger happy. We, we could get trigger happy and be like, no, I couldn't help it. <laughs> I slipped. <laughs> she didn't want to give up the bottle of water. <laughs> so, so you guys aren't armed, but tell us what the responsibilities of a TSA agent is then. Um, there is quite a bit of responsibility. Um, you're responsible for knowing um, a multitude of weapons. You do need to be familiar with what kind of weapons. Not how to use them, but how to identify. Identify, yes. Yes. Very good 
pointing that out. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we, we, we've been trained in all manners of weapons. <laughs> yeah, you do need to know a lot. There is a large um, volume of, of weapons that are out there and a large volume of ways that people can create a weapon. And a lot of people don't realize the little things that we're asking you not to take actually have a purpose behind reasoning why we're not asking you to take them. It's usually because there's something involving a weapon of right. mass destruction. Now, we're not so... I mean, we do take away smaller weapons. Obviously, knives, you can't take those mm-hmm. on. Now, there was a misconception there for a while. They're like, oh, well, TSA said you could take those. Um, the reason there was a time when you were told that you could take a four-inch knife, mm-hmm. um, TSA was going to lift that rule and allow people to take a four-inch knife. Well, when the pilots heard out about that, they were like, no. So the pilots' union stopped that. So it wasn't oh. TSA that actually stopped that. That was the pilots' union who said, no, we want no knives right. on board, period. I gotcha. So then that got pulled back before it ever actually got implemented. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, right. so that's something else that you don't think about it because you always think that it's your rules that's exactly. being initiated yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah and Blurred. some stuff is like replicas. I mean, if you have a realistic-looking replica. Now, I admit, I have watched... Um, some of my own personnel at times, because I was a supervisor up there, and um, I've watched some of my own individuals make choices, because we do give them a certain amount of leniency as far as choices go, mm-hmm. make dumb ones, and say, well, I'm going to take this little, uh, you know, squirt gun. Well, it's realistic, and you're like, really? I'm looking at it. It's bright orange. It's got a green cap <laughs> on the end. Guys, that's not a realistic replica. Please right. do not do that. You're going to get me in trouble later down the road, because right. I'm going to have to explain why you took something you can't. So right. There's a little bit of logic that goes on. Usually a lot of that times um, when stuff is going on, I would suggest to people as travelers, if you have something that you know is not a weapon, Mm -hmm. yet you feel the officer saying, well, it's a realistic replica, ask for a supervisor, ask for a manager. Right. They'll come up. They're clearly going to be the ones who are more established in the positions Mm -hmm. who know yeah, no, I'm not going to let you, no, you're not going to take that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. And here's the reason why. And right? he, yeah. And I'll discuss it with them later. Here you go. Be on your way. Right. <laughs> so I always say, if you have some concerns about what the officers are doing, always, you know, ask for, to speak with a supervisor. Oh, absolutely. I gotcha. Yeah. And I mean, it's just good because I mean, that person, like you said, they're not going to want to carry the weight of that decision mm-hmm. if it's a bad decision mm-hmm. and they are responsible for the people below them. So, yep. yep. Right. Uh, is there anything else that we probably need to know about, like, I mean, what your job consists of? Oh, yeah. Um, so each, uh, so you, a lot of the times the officers are, first of all, when you get up to the officer, you're going to hand them your boarding pass and your ID. Mm-hmm. Now, your identification, um, under current rules, it has to be an ID that's a government approved. can't be a paper ID because a lot of people walk up with their phone. They say, hey, look, I got a picture of my ID on here. Is that going to work? And you're like, no, it's a picture of your ID. It's not an ID. Right. Um, so, and then some people come up with their DMV temporary one, mm-hmm. which if you actually read it, it actually tells you that this is not for official use at an airport. Oh, <laughs> it really says it on there. It, go on there. You'll find it. Oh, wow. A lot of them. I know in Iowa, that actually says it on there now so that people would quit going to the officers and saying, well, they told me at the DMV. And I was like, yep, flip it over. Look what that says. Yeah. So it'll actually tell you that, you know, you're not supposed to, but you can take it with you and it can become a secondary form. Right. So if you don't bring your ID or you've lost it a lot of times if somebody stole it or who knows where you left it. Right. But you can walk up there. And as long as you can provide maybe secondary forms of identification, right? Um, they can work with you on that. And if you can't do that, they can make a phone call. However, I suggest if you're not going to come up with your identification, do yourself a good favor and show up early. Right. Oh, yeah. Like 
don't just wait hour and a half come two hours wow so yes are you guys trained to like identify uh, fake ids yes or yes yes there's a lot of fake identifications out there. It was really strikingly um, interesting because we would find them. Mm-hmm. And um, there for a while, we were getting a lot of them out of, like, um, Indiana and Idaho. <laughs> of and all places. Yes, yes. And Iowa had some fake ones. I had one girl who actually literally come up. She said she didn't have an identification. So we did the process, which meant she was going to go through additional screening because she had no identification. And as my officer was going through her purse and everything... He's like, oh, I found your ID. It's right here. And she goes, oh, oh, uh, just throw that one away. Uh, that one's no good. And he's looking at it going, well, the date's not expired. And then he notices that the birth date doesn't seem to match <laughs> oh, her <boy>. temporary one. <laughs> and we, lo and behold, found out that she had purchased um, a fake ID so she could go out drinking with her buddies because she was oh. underage. Oh, my goodness. And it cost 50 bucks. Wow. 50 bucks for a fake ID, and they look easy. legit. It's very hard to tell them apart. Wow. So, you, who makes these temporary IDs? I mean, what, what kind of people that is? The I fake don't, IDs. The I, fake ID, just teenagers and, and people. That's really where it comes from, a bunch of teenagers. Yep. They know how wow. to do it. And some of them are obvious fakes, and then there's some of them that you have to really know the state enough to know what you're looking for. You know, with technology nowadays, we. I mean, it's just easy. It's yes. easy for any of them that are creative and artistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and they're getting to a point where um, I know TSA has been looking forward to actually having like what you see at bars and sometimes where you scan the ID. Yeah, and then it pulls it up right in front of you. So I think that's the future where they're heading. I don't know that they've got that actually implemented anywhere, right? <laughs> but it's in the direction that they're going with because they've they've started to identify that it's very hard because you know when you're handing your ID to them, they they're technically not going to spend a whole bunch of time like. Right eyeballing it up to your eyes and um <laughs> yeah, <it'd take> forever. <laughs> yeah it would take forever you would never get through a line of people so there's that and then um we have the responsibility just remembering all the, the little things that you like you know what you have to do and being kind to the passengers and which i'm sure is sometimes is oh, a big struggle it's such a struggle <laughs> <laughs> it's such a struggle again Especially, that's why you don't have taser yeah 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 the easier jobs are um well not really easy each job is, has its own potential for problems you know you got x-ray person who's actually looking at everything going mm-hmm. through there and their job is to make sure that they're seeing everything. And that bag, I mean, if it's full of stuff, it can be very difficult. So you can almost expect if it's full, it's going to get a bag search because we're really kind of, they're cracking down a lot now um, based on information they've been given. So, so okay, so in the 12 years you worked as a TSA mm. agent, what is the most, like, repeatable story that you probably give to people? It's like, you'll never guess what I just Oh, it changes so often. There's so many stories. There's new I mean, stuff all the time. I mean, your go-to story. Oh, my gosh. There's so many. Um, <laughs> the drunks are the go-to. They come through all the time. They're, they're the worst. I mean, honestly, they are. Um, because they show up late. They always That's the story. I, they always show up late. Like, they got five minutes. The plane's going to board, and they got to get through right now. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, we still got to do our process, you know. And so, yes. And there's always that. Or the most common is just, uh, well, that, that bottle of water, that's not a liquid. And you're like, really? What 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 else is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is that then? Is yeah, it a bottle yeah. of air? I'm pretty sure it's not air. <laughs> 
And it's not solid. Look at it. It'll pour out on the floor. See, that it makes moves. it liquid. Oh, <laughs> you oh, think man. that's you think I'm making that up, but that is literally arguments I've had with oh, the bottle of water is not a liquid. Oh. Really? <laughs> oh, oh. If there's any TSA people that listen to this, they know. They'll be laughing be like, yes. That is the every time I turn around. This is, well, what the heck is it? Exactly what you said. What is that? <laughs> what do you think that is? Aqua. <laughs> it's a bottle of aqua? Does that settle you? <laughs> yeah, we were like, is it an air solid? Nope, it's liquid then. There's only three states, guys. <laughs> wow. Three states. of uh, Yeah, so that's a common one that you get. Uh, but hey, on a suggestive, if you're listening to this and you want to bring your bottle of water... Freeze it. Oh. Then it's solid. It's solid. <laughs> you can take it. It's ingenious. Yes, that's what I always tell people. And or, you have cold water. In and it. it's cold. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to empty it. I always tell people, I was like, just empty it real quick. It's no big deal. And then you just go fill it at the water fountain right behind the TSA's place. Right. Because it's right behind it. It's yeah. a little water fountain. So, yeah. 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 Don't bring through your bottles of water. <laughs> so the big stories is, is oh, drunk yes. people, drunks yeah. coming through. Drunks, families. The... Okay. I love families. I have one myself. Uh-huh. Come prepared. In fact, both of us do. <laughs> oh, yes, exactly. Okay. Come prepared. Which yes. She tells about the families and everything. Remember when we were coming back, was it through Georgia? Was it in at the... Um, airport in Atlanta when Olivia wore high top lace up tennis shoes. Oh, and we're trying to get her shoes oh, off. Yeah, and we're like shaking her <laughs> yeah. upside down, trying to get her shoes trying off. to get to our flight. And we yeah. gotten up so early because our flight out of Orlando was it six? No, or five? it was at three. <gasps> oh, was it really that? Yeah. Early? So we no were wonder up why I blanked so it out of my we memory. were out of it, and then we're trying to get those shoes off her feet. It was. That poor child. I was remember upside that. down and everything. It was. It so was funny. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's bling on your bottom. Don't bling bring on your bottom. But that didn't come out right. Say that again. Don't bring bling on your bottom. That was our <laughs> big one. No bling on the bottom. No Why? bling on the shirt. Well, because okay, so you talked about uh, different machines and stuff, mm-hmm. but we work the AIT, which is an advanced imaging technici- technology. That's the body scanner that comes sure. around you. Now, basically, if you think of it like this, it's not going to be looking at. Um, there was an old style which could really define all of your body. Right. Those are no longer in use. Um, they quit using them. And even when they were using them, the technician who's actually viewing the image of the individual was in a completely different area so that there was no way for the person who was viewing the image to know who the person was going into the machine. Well, yeah, one of the big things was also they could like uh, take screenshots, supposedly. Correct. It, that, that was, was that the was other... a big deal that some... Yeah. yeah, and I'm not saying that somebody didn't do that. I do, you know, but everybody... We didn't have those here at Springfield. We had right. a plain AIT. And so the machine puts out a little cookie like gingerbread man mm-hmm. for us to look at as TSA officers. And then that little, you know, cookie, <laughs> <laughs> it'll have a little yellow, it'll have a little light that pops up on the different body parts of the gingerbread man. Did it look like gumdrops? Yes. Little gumdrops. <laughs> <laughs> Little gumdrops. Little gumdrops will blow up. And then we know that, that in that vicinity, we have to pat that vicinity down because it could be anywhere there. So right. there's no def- definition like there used to be in the old machines. So they, right. they got rid of those because there was a lot of complaints. And honestly, none of us TSA agents wanted to look at your body in that way. It just, yeah. Nobody wanted to look at nobody it. You guys to see that. It, no, I watched it at yeah. one of the bigger airports when, the, when they were first coming out with it. And they sent a bunch of us out there to look at the pilot program. And you're like, ugh. 
I did not too want to much. see. It's way yeah. too much. Yes, it sees every dimple. It, it was not pretty. It was oh, so, no. No, no, Thank no you. so nobody wants to see that. Um, but no. So we've never had them here in this area. Um, and so, yeah, those are no longer, as far as I know, those aren't even in use. But <laughs> the bling on the bottom, the bling on the shirt, the bling on any of that. So if you've got, like, a bling on you of silver metal flake, I right. would say that. Mm-hmm. If you've got metal flake on you, bad idea. Unless you're interested in a pat-down, don't wear that. I see, that. because the scanner does not... Well, you know, <laughs> it reflects, I guess, or disrupts. I, I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know the technology reasonings. I but just it's know that bug it. <laughs> it, it does bug it, and so a lot of times that that's where it's going to light up, and then we got to pat it down just to make sure. Right. I mean, if you think about it, if you're concealing a, a metal object of right. some sort, such as a gun, right, mm-hmm. which you're <laughs> looking for, those sort of things. Yes. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It could be one of those things. It's like that's what the machine says. Oh wait red flag yeah we've got some metal on her so um yeah (laughs) (laughs) a lot of that yeah the proper stances you know and it's just it's hilarious because you know you got to pat them down and it's fun they put you through a training course on how to pat people down yeah they send you down to is that awkward or what it is in the beginning it's very awkward so how long did you train for um when when i started we had a month that we went through and um they they trained you didn't have a day off so you would train for a whole month wow no day off you um, said a paid train yeah training? yeah oh, well, that's good at least right but it, they quit that real quick because people were losing their mind after f- four weeks of no day off so wow. it was, yeah, that's a lot it was a lot it was a lot and it would make <laughs> i'm telling you only the strong survived Oh, so, I don't doubt it. Because we had one girl who locked herself in a bathroom and wouldn't come out. Oh, yeah. my. my goodness. Oh, it just, she just, it just took her, its toll on her. And she was just. Poor thing. Goodness. Could, she literally was <laughs> speechless. Couldn't talk. She's like. Wow. Marked out. Yeah. So it used to be really hard. Not so much now. It's a lot easier now than it was then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you get to go down to Glencoe for two weeks, um, which is where they train the FBI people. And we have a separate academy just for them down there. Wow. And I'm pretty sure it's two weeks. I think it's two weeks. And then they bring you back for about a four week on job training. So, you know, you'll run into that like a white shirt. If you see somebody in a white shirt, that usually means they're being trained. Uh, uh-huh. If they ain't got a badge on them yet, they're being trained. Oh. So that's an identifier that, that, you know, so be patient if there's somebody watching them right. pat you down and they're slow. Right. A lot of times we would tell our officers, hey, just let them know that this is somebody training. So it's going to take a little, you know, right. if, if they're really in a hurry, swap out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And yeah. pat them down and get it out of the way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, they get to go through that training process. And it, down there, they get to learn a lot. They get to see things blown up. and Oh, cool. Blown yeah, up. Yeah. Oh, because in case of bombs and stuff is what you're well, telling Well, they, me, they teach you. They want you to know what a bomb looks like. So there's a process that you go through. I mean, you're going to learn what it looks like and what it's like. Right. So um, I've got to see bombs blown up. Those were really cool. That was fun. Sounds like fun. It was fun. <laughs> at a distance. <laughs> at a distance? <laughs> at a distance. And controlled. Yes, it was very controlled. Yes. Very controlled. Like they did it up there in St. Louis, and um, they, do, they do different ones. They, they get to, you get to some training. So there's a lot of training that they go through. Right. Um, so have you ever, have you, I'm sorry, you were going to say no. something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, have you ever been working whenever a bomb had been, been uh, identified? Oh, no, 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 no. no. I've never. How about when they had bomb threats? Um, no, I've never been around a bomb threat. I mean, I've heard about them, like even like we had locally here, but right. never at the airport. I've never been there. Oh, good for you. That's a long time to work for them to no not joke. have been around. It's not even common. I don't think it's a very common 
common Good. thing. I mean, really, I mean, I, I think it's happened. We know because we see that on the media. Uh-huh. But uh, it's never really, it's not that common. So uh, speaking of weapons, if you're someone who is, uh, has a CCW, a conceal and carry, mm-hmm. and you want to make sure that you legally transport firearm along with you, I've been told that there's like these boxes that is approved by TSA. Is that correct? Well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't take it through the checkpoint. No. Okay. See, that's what I was, that's what I was trying to know. Yeah. yeah. You're going to get in trouble if you take it to the checkpoint. I mean, you're guaranteeing something's going to happen to you. I mean, cause we're going to catch that. That's right. Those are commonly, I mean, those are so easy to, I mean, I wouldn't say they're so easy, but they can be caught quite easily. So what does a person have to do in order to make sure they can legally and safely take whatever so it is? If you're wanting to take a firearm, you like if you're, let's say for whatever reasons you want to take a firearm where you're going, you're right. going to not take that through the checkpoint and uh-huh. you're going to put that in your hard side of case that's locked. Ah. It needs to be locked. So the idea is basically you want to just make sure that no one between where you leave it at the, when you drop it mm-hmm. to the airline to go under the plane, nobody can get into it unless they have your key. Gotcha. So okay, so the, you're also taking a risk on your luggage being lost along with your correct. Yeah, so that's kind of a deterrent. Uh, someone there's told many me, reasons, but yeah, that mm-hmm. could be one of them. Yeah, because I mean, not everybody takes goes on an airplane because of the fact they're going on vacation. It's because right. of the fact they, they maybe go hunting for that. They're matter. going hunting, or mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's numerous reasons why someone would probably do it that way. Yeah, but I. I it's somewhat, the only reason why I asked that is because Sean wanted me to ask that question. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sean did Sean goes, know. you need to ask her about how do you legally move your firearm from Yeah, just go down to, to the Bass Pro. Chink, chink there. <laughs> yes. Or whatever, I don't know. Plug, um, plug. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> Bass Pro's my fave. Okay, but, it's Missouri. We know Missouri. Yes. Bass Pro. We're in Springfield at the home go. of Bass Pro. Okay. There yeah. you go. Um, but anyhow, uh, yeah, go down to Bass Pro or wherever and buy yourself a hard-sided case. Um, that, that can, can lock. be locked right. because, and a lot of times, some of the mistakes that people make to, uh, that I've noticed is they would lock it with one lock, but on both ends, you could like if it's a rifle case, uh-huh. you could still reach your hand in there and grab the rifle right out. out because oh, they just yeah. pull it up on the ends. Okay. So make sure if you were kind of thinking of it this way, this is what I always told passengers: is just hey, if I can reach in and get your gun out, yeah, then it can't be flown this way. Right. right? That's just the rules. So you need to make sure it's not taped. Tape's not going to work because I can cut that off just right. like anyone else. Two people. Oh, I've seen people do it. They, I believe you. But it, you can't get in there. I said, all I got to do is go get my scissors and I can get in there right yep. now, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, tape doesn't work. It has to be hard-sided, locked. Right. Um, and they do recommend, we do recommend um, that you put a, use a TSA lock. Because if we have to get in, which we don't normally have to, is then we don't have to break your lock, cut your lock, or whatever. Let's say you're on the plane. We don't have to pull you back down. We just can unlock it, check it, good, gone. Everything's so, good. Yeah. Okay, so um, you go ahead. Mm-mm. You're going to say something. No, oh, make sure just to, on the add-on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> make add sure on it's to unloaded. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be Not bad. loaded, oh, yeah. please. No loaded. Yeah. That, That'll get you in big trouble. That That is a very big no. deal. Yeah. Does I mean, it, serious. Does it matter, though, if your magazine's sitting there full? No, no, it just can't be loaded so that it could actually fire. Right. right. So the idea is, yeah, you just, and even ammunition can be in um, its original container. Mm-hmm. So the manufactured original container. You I can't gotcha. take that through checkpoint either, by the way. Oh, really? No ammunition gun, can't? No, no gun parts, no, nothing that can go to a gun or be projectiled out of the gun can go through checkpoint. So, okay, TSA, what would make it easier for both the traveler and the uh, TSA agent. 
<laughs> easier or harder. I'd like to hear both. Yeah, oh, well, gosh. I, then, I have this wonderful... <laughs> oh, you got a list. I do have a list because I've, I've talked to some friends of mine. Um, some of the things that, that we just love is when you throw yourself on the floor and start having a little tantrum. When, when you can't take that bottle of they water, I spoke that. about We oh. love that. We love that. It makes our day. Yes. <laughs> Please do this. Please do this. Um, you know, we love it when you ask for a pat down in, in lieu of the AIT or walkthrough because, you know, uh, and please do make some groaning noises when, <laughs> when they're patting you down. <laughs> and tell them that there's something hidden on you like a TSA Easter egg hunt. Because <laughs> that'll exciting. get you extra attention. <laughs> A lot of extra attention, but make sure you have enough time because it could take an hour. <laughs> Seriously, I wouldn't do that, by the way. It's no. <laughs> probably a bad idea. It might yes. get you in trouble in ways that you don't want. <laughs> yes. You may not make your flight. You may not make your flight. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, yeah, the one, one of the funny things is, and we hear this all the time, this is another one that if any TSA agent hears this, um, make sure you tell the x-ray operator multiple times and i say multiple like do it a lot till they look at you <laughs> that that's a curling iron you're looking at in there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. the passengers i cannot tell you how many times you'd be sitting there on the x-ray and they'd be like ma'am 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 and just hitting hey that's a curling iron you're looking at and you're like it's not a curling iron I'm looking at. I know what those look like. <laughs> you ain't going to be curling no hair. I'm not worried about your curling iron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it was low. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, we... People. Yeah, they're funny. They love it. Uh, you know, there's a lot of ones. Um, oh, yeah. Showing up to security five minutes at, to the departure. That's always a great idea. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Make sure you tell them. I only got five minutes. <laughs> so we love that we love that because then we just <laughs> thanks for planning ahead <laughs> oh I, I tell you what there's other ones too as let's see um and if you have multiple children sign up for pre-check because ts agents will thank you for thinking ahead of time mm-hmm. um that's not true <laughs> okay i read something about pre-check and i'm sorry I should have said that. You shouldn't say, if you want to sign up for pre-check, sign up for pre-check. What is pre-check exactly? Can oh, you describe okay. that? Yeah, so pre-check, um, basically TSA is really pushing um, for you get, for everybody to sign up for TSA pre-check. It makes it simpler. We get to vet you ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go through a whole background check, almost similar, I think, to the one that we take as agents to get the job. Isn't it so, fingerprints and all that know, stuff? I don't know about that. I no? don't know okay. about that for them, but I know TSA does a little bit of a background check, make sure you're not affiliated with somebody you shouldn't be, and right. then you get vetted. So then huh. you get TSA pre-check, which is a lot shorter because that's an easier line for you to go through. You're not required to take out as much property. It's like Express Pass at it is Disneyland. Ex- yes, it's, I used to say that. Oh, did you really? <laughs> <laughs> I used to stand out there and be like, hey, everybody in the standard lane, take a look over at the TSA pre-check line. There's no one waiting. <laughs> you are interested, sign up. <laughs> and it was encouraged because they really wanted people to move over to the pre-check. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, because it was a lot quicker, you know. So so how how does that, I mean, do you have to like show up an hour earlier or something like that? Or do you do it like long time in advance type of thing? Um, like, or? It depends. I know up, in, up where I was at, they were getting people... They would sign up for TSA pre-check, and I think it cost, used to cost $85 for five years. 
Oh, wow. So then you have TSA pre-check for five years, and um, basically, I think they were taking about seven days to get it approved. Now, how, how do they know that, that you've been TSA? Do you get like a card or something? Um, you get a, what's called a known traveler's number. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. And so then the only thing that's left to do is to actually just like look around in your luggage, essentially, or walk through the scanner. Um. Well, on the pre-check, it's a little simpler because you have the opportunity to go through a walk-through metal detector. So no scanner. Oh, okay, okay. Um, now, if you have a metal body part, I used yeah. to tell people if you've got a hip, shoulder, or knee. Yeah, make sure you have go, that. Go, don't go through this one. Go to the AIT. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you'd want to go through that one because metal will go off in a metal detector. Sure. I mean, that's what it does. That's what it does. And then don't be angry when we have to patch down because... Uh, you did alarm the metal detector. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I, I I gave you a list of, um, or I gave you. I told. I read you to told, you. A list. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember any of them though. Um, <laughs> well, I know one of the things that he had I've thought about asking you is what your favorite things about being a TSA agent oh, was, and what your yeah. least favorite things were. Oh my goodness, my favorite things. I had a lot of really good people that we worked with. Those people there that are working there, they're just normal human beings, right? They're a normal person. They're not there because they like to pat people down. We really don't like to pat people down. Yeah. You mentioned it. You kind of touched it a little yeah. bit, that subject. Like when yeah. we first had to learn to pat people down, it was weird. It was queer. It's uncomfortable. You just, yeah, it's not comfortable. You don't feel good. You're like, and it's with people you work with. You're like, ah, I'm about yeah. to get really familiar with somebody. I don't want to get familiar with. <laughs> so it takes a little bit of time before you break that initial, like, who cares? I'm just patting you down now right yep i touched that we're good okay okay <laughs> <laughs> move along move along so um yeah you get past don't forget that. to write me yeah <laughs> call oh, me later oh the little oh we had little old ladies used to crack us up because they'd come and they'd be like oh yes i love a pat down it's the most i get touched in years <laughs> The little old ladies are the best. (laughs) I love them. Little old guys are too. They're crack up because they think that like if I'm standing there at the walkthrough and they walk up and they're ready to get their pat down, go ahead and put me down. I'm like, okay, here's my buddy Randy. He's going to get you now. (laughs) Yes, a big sigh. No. (laughs) Especially because Randy was like, I don't know, six foot something. And (laughs) he was a big boy. (laughs) Like, oh, here comes Randy. (laughs) Randy's so big, just one hand. There, you're fine. (laughs) You're patted down. I got you. (laughs) Wait a second. Let me get my thumb around you there. (laughs) I got the back. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. The little ladies are the good ones. But, you know, the people you work with there, they're just normal people just trying to, you know, do their day. And if people could keep that in mind. It would help everybody because they're just normal, you know, right. and they're good people. I mean, everybody there comes from a multitude of backgrounds, uh, ex-military, ex-firemen, ex, gosh, there's so many different ones. Um, and right now, I think TSA is really trying very hard to get a lot of people from different countries to come in and work um, because they speak a second language. And, oh, yeah. That yeah. would be so good. Uh, it is. It's very handy. Um, we had a lot of really good workers who spoke a second language, made things way simpler. Oh, it means I was Okay, happy. I'm stuck on this pat down. <laughs> You're stuck on the pat down. <laughs> because it makes me think of different movies I've seen, comedies, where they make it look like it's fairly common to get a cavity search. Oh. Body cavity search. Yeah. You know, you have the guy stretch his hand out, snap the glove, oh, and say, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the comedy side of that, yeah. <laughs> 
That's the joke side of it. But, of course, you know, your TSA agent loves that. They they love that joke. They've heard it a few thousand times. Wow. But, I mean, the TSA agents aren't the ones that actually do that, though. What's that? The body cavity search. There is no body cavity search. I was going to say, (laughs) no, I mean, that's that's like they bring a professional in. They just bring the feds in to pick them up. (laughs) Actually, that would be the cops. Yeah, the cops. The cops come over, and they take you downtown. And that's where that happens. It never happens at the airport. No, I was going to say, like, boy, that's kind of misleading in a lot of movies. Okay, so that's a good question. How often have you watched a movie and you saw a TSA agent on there and you're going like, okay, that, that is not. Yeah. Oh, too many times. <laughs> Can you list off a few? Oh my gosh. I'm the worst person with names of stuff. Like, oh, I don't know. But you don't I have can't. to give a name of a movie or anything. I can't just... think of any names of movies. Or how about um, just something you think of that you've seen in a movie that you're like, oh, that's yeah, not even yeah, close. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. Like they come, yeah, the whole body cavity thing or we're going to interrogate you. That one always cracks me up you see it in a movie like the tsa is going to interrogate you yeah yeah Yeah, no they're not (laughs) now you can you know you uh, just can't imagine why people think that you guys are law enforcement i know right well we're in a uniform with a badge that does kind of give you the impression impression. and then the word officer is and then movies (laughs) then movies yes movies are very helpful (laughs) yes yeah so no there is no such thing as an interrogation i mean it at the worst case scenario if um something's going on we might question you about why you're right. carrying something or why are you alarming for this and then that's about it you know that takes a little bit of time because why then we have to argue about this not being a liquid <laughs> oh my yes. goodness why are you so dead set on this it's a bottle of water for a buck 29 go away <laughs> <laughs> you're flying on a plane or they love to argue about their their lotion they gotta take my lotion I gotta take my lotion it's like okay well can i ha- do i have enough time to run back down to my airline i don't know <laughs> it's leaving in hmm, five minutes. You decide. <laughs> well, I'm not leaving without my lotion. Okay, if your lotion's worth whatever that ticket was, do Go what for you it. do what yeah. you think is right, man. I don't know. That lotion doesn't look like it's but thirteen dollars, maybe. That's awesome. For a whole flight, you're gonna lose it. Right. Gosh. Oh well. Yeah. No, oh. we just call the cop over. We just like, hey, you deal with them because they're losing their mind. Yeah. I know. I know. When we flew to Florida, we looked everything up and looked everything up and looked everything up, trying mm-hmm. to figure out what we could and couldn't transport. Yeah. Some. It was. It was okay. It was. It was kind of one of those things. You're going like, um, I was so worried that it was gonna hold me up. Mm-hmm. I did not want to be held up. It's like, okay, I want to make sure that, that I can I, – mm-hmm. I did I like slip on and slip off shoes. I was going down to that much. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like I, I, I didn't want to have to deal with my laces. I didn't want to have to deal with buttons. No, yeah, and, that's, that's smart. Yeah, if I was going to travel, I'd be in flip-flops. I might wear some spandex, not because I look good in them. Because there's because no way to hide. There's things. nothing concealable yeah. in appearance. So I, I just want to get to my flight. Yeah, exactly. Just um, don't wear cargo pants if you don't want to get a pat down. Yeah. Just wear plain pants. That's yeah. my slip biggest on shoes. Dang t-shirt. it, Olivia. Yeah, yeah. Slip on shoes. Uh, yeah, funny. slip on shoes. Um, just a t-shirt. Nothing blingy on it. Plain jeans. Same thing. Or plain spandex. Well, and I bet there's a lot of that with the jeans because nowadays there's bling on the back of yeah, their yeah, yeah, exactly. Jeans, practically, exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's always that bling on the jeans, and that's always a problem because then you're going to get your butt touched. So, <laughs> don't Sorry, touch my not. butt. <laughs> Please don't touch. So, is there much that you guys deal with when it comes to people transporting pets? 
Um, yeah. Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Pets, um, so if you're bringing your pet, you just want to have them in a carrier. That's at the best case if it's a, you know. Right. Um, pet carriers are good. You're, you'll be asked to take it out of the carrier so we can inspect the carrier. And then as long as nothing else causes a problem, we don't like touching the animals. That's a, right. that's a big meh. Don't, mm-hmm. Let's not touch them. There's don't so many things. Right. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Right. You don't want to touch them. So we try and avoid that if we can. Um, so, yeah, just a collar, plain body collar, one for your animal that can walk through. And, yeah. Yeah, I would think it'd be, you'd be afraid of getting bit. Yes. Um, and also it, was cause, it would cause stress for the animal, I'm yep. sure. Yep. So They're in enough stress and as they, it is. If, if you're not touching it, you can't be accused of doing something <laughs> to the animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The animals coming through, you know, and some people have um, their, uh, like, C&I or support dogs. Right. Or support whatever. I heard there was a support peacock that came through oh, down in Florida. Grief. Did you a see that one? support peacock yeah they've they've outlawed that i think now so (laughs) they're getting more legitimized now there's been support pigs and support that's weird i've never heard of that from what i understand people are going crazy with this yes they're trying to do it just so they can always have their pet with them yes 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 olivia wanted to do that with our dog yeah that way they they can take their pet because otherwise it has to be in a carrier under the plane and if it's a support animal, they could sit with them on the plane. Yeah. So I think they got stricter when they saw the peacock one. I think that became a big issue because you're like, okay, we got to come up with some kind of. So way if to... they're a support animal, do they That's still weird. have to be in a carrier, but they're up above? Or well, I don't know what the airlines' rules are now. As far as TSA goes, I'm going to screen you and the animal because I don't make the rules about what you can take. Right. So it doesn't matter for a TSA agent. So right. bring whatever you want. Bring your pig. I don't care. Right. As long as we can screen your pig through, uh, we'll screen it. <laughs> Whether they we'll get on the plane, that is not, not my, my problem. Yeah. That is not my issue. Take that up with the airline. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll screen whatever you bring. And we might laugh because we know you're not going to get nowhere with it. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that one. Oh, wow. So what's the weirdest thing you've seen come through as far as like... Just name stuff one. That's not appropriate on here. Oh my! Yeah, <laughs> a lot of inappropriate stuff. Um, we used uh, one time. It was really nasty. Um, somebody brought some dead animals through. Oh. Yeah, they brought it through, and it was like it was the smell was atrocious. Oh, it was atrocious. So that well, see, couldn't go. And then there was a guy who had bugs in his bag, and so we did report oh. that to the airline because there was cockroaches falling out oh oh, 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 oh i'm oh. gonna gag that is so gross <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> I think no the weirdest thing that i think i've seen was um a cadaver that was a weird one and okay. so it was at first you're looking at it on there and you're like uh, i think i got a dead body <laughs> you're like, is that a dead body? What is that? <laughs> so, oh my goodness, that's a dead body! <laughs> it was a dead body. It was for a medical guy who was—he had the right to transport it, but it was for medical purposes. And we were like, "Wow!" But it was the body. You're like, "Oh my god, that's a body!" Yeah. <laughs> so. What an interesting life you've lived in the last twelve years. There's so many more. I just won't say those. Oh, <laughs> oh my wow. goodness! You see a lot of stuff. Yeah, you, you yeah. need to filter those and then come back. There, there's <laughs> probably you need yeah, you a need list. To... Which one do you want me to tell you about? Yeah. <laughs> Here, Steve. <laughs> one without the adult toys, one, please. Yes, one without the adult toys. Yeah, there are a lot of those. So <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. You'd open up a bag, it'd be horrible. I yeah. tried for a second to get serious. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Sorry. Over. Those are common though. You don't even you get to the point where you're just like, I'm it I'm just, numb to that because they come through so frequently. But yep. it's just a curling yarn. Yeah, it's just a curling. <laughs> it's just a curling yarn. <laughs> or then you see the face that they make when they know that you saw what they've <laughs> they <laughs> didn't want you to see, and they're like, 
stare like <laughs> they got that stare like I dare you to check my bag <laughs> or one of these hey watch this they do oh, there was a couple who did that a lot and they would come through and they would always hide it like it was some kind of like the easter egg hunt like who's gonna catch it and whose bag is oh gonna my. be in so they would put it in their friends bags and <laughs> found it Wow. Yeah, so yeah, you do, you know, there's wow. a few of those interesting ones. And then you're like the the guy that brings pumps through in his bag, and you're like, what is he bringing? He's a truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> He's got nine inch pumps in there. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> and you just, as an x ray operator, you're sitting there like, I can't make an expression like I know what I just saw. <laughs> poker face. Yeah, your poker face is on totally when you're on x ray. Yeah. You're like, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. Oh, he's looking at me, he's looking at me, he's looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> look away, look away, look away. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're killer. Oh, my goodness. It is. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. I mean, yeah. And you get to work with your friends. And so then, of course, you're like, yeah, yeah. That's what I always think. As soon as they're away, you're like, "Did you see it? Did you see it?" <laughs> wow. Okay, so do you guys, uh, you guys ever get um, like criminals coming through too? Yeah, yeah. Actually, we do, and that happens. And so when it does occur, it's very rare that we catch them, but it it can occur. Um, I've been um, a part of let's see now four different criminals that were caught. Wow. Based on just what I was doing, my personal self, I know there's been more than that. Um, and, you know, I've been, um, had a guy that come through who had a lot of cash on him and turned out to be a drug dealer. Oh, so, wow. um, I've had a girl that I was patting down and found her, uh, pipe under her arm. And, um, yeah, she was very, you know, that's my meth pipe. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm not looking for meth, but now that you've mentioned it, I have no choice <laughs> <laughs> to get a hold of a cop. <laughs> yes. So, yep. yeah, drugs is not what we're looking for, and we're not looking for things that, you know, like of that nature. But if Something we do, that could be a weapon or maybe. Yeah, we're looking for weapons. But if you if you happen to stumble upon in your search process for a weapon then if you stumble upon something illegal then you have to notify a cop right. and then the cops come over and they take care of it from there <laughs> uh i think i think we can call this a good episode i do too i think we got a, good, a lot of good information and a lot of fun information <laughs> i wish i could keep all of it <laughs> i really do uh my goodness um i think i think we can just call it good thank you so much for coming on yeah yeah definitely i should play this i was gonna play this song real quick and then you can decide whether you want to put it in there oh okay definitely um, see if you like this. This was this was our introduction song to our class. <laughs> All my bags are packed. I have my ID, a printed itinerary, a boarding pass, and major credit card. <laughs> And I'll show you that my computer works. I'll shake my head at all the jerks whose <laughs> crankiness is making this so hard. Yeah, so true. <laughs> so frisk me to check for clues. Tell me to take off my shoes. Wow. Touch me, ask me 
what you need to know. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm leaving on a jet plane. Just stand in line and don't complain. <laughs> and soon they'll let me go. <laughs> Wow. You know, this is thank you so much for listening to Two Tenderfoot Tourists. Thank you, thank you so much for listening to Two Tenderfoot Tourists. I mean, if this is your first time ever listening to us, um, we try to maintain that family-friendly veneer. However, I think Dan, Dawn, Dawn pushes the yeah. <laughs> We went from G rating to PG, probably on accident. So, our apologies there. Um, she's so funny, and uh, we hope we found that as entertaining as we did. The, the, the fact that she came on and we are laughing that hard is an indication that she's, she's got a lot of good stories. Yeah, and, I think she edited for us some, actually. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, Confessions of a former TSA agent. Two Tenderfoot Tourist is a friendly family podcast. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe to Apple Podcast, Podbean, Heart Radio, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify, just to name a few. To get in touch with us and chat about this podcast or even your travel experiences, simply email us at tenderfoottourist at gmail.com. 
or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to check out our website at twotenderfoottourist.com. That's T-W-O, tenderfoottourist.com. I'm Steve. And I'm Sandy. Until next time. Stay tender. Thank you.